millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Lou Ding, Chandler Parsons, Joey Devine, Bismack Biombo, Ian Mahimi. John Keen, Timothy Moskov, musical guest Brandy and Monica, and now the temporary host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock, and we told you only one free episode this week, and we're giving you one free episode. Uh, but mainly because nothing was happening. If a lot of stuff happened, we'd probably do ten free episodes. Mm -hmm. But, uh, that voice you hear is, of course, Sean Keynes. Sean, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm in the thick of all the free agency rumors and team needs and best players available and... Sources. Opt-in. So many sources saying. So many sources are saying so much. Um... Barry McCockiner got blocked off Twitter forever today, apparently. Wait, he got kicked off? Yeah, I don't know why, but yeah. I've been muted for a long time. <laughs> so uh, that's one less fake Woj in the world yeah. for this week. Oh, um, God, it's like, yeah, I mean, it, it's like uh, spraining your whoopee cushion the night before the prank Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> All of his fake Woj uh, things were always like, it would start off with like a funny premise and then it would be like and then and then somebody's like Magic Johnson you've got fucking AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Um, it, it's like it's like it, a lot of it is like I'm just trolling those LeBron fans. I'm trolling those Steph Curry fans. But seriously, we need to build a wall and get these immigrants <laughs> out of here. I'm like whoa. Um, before we talk about uh, some things we're gonna talk about today, uh, I want to do a real announcement real quick because we've been bad at announcing it. Oh yeah. Uh, Round Ball Rock listener meetup, y'all. <laughs> God, uh-huh. I promise not to say y'all in person. Uh, mm-hmm. But July 8th at 9 p.m. at the Golden Nugget Casino mm-hmm. uh, at the Billion Dollar Buyer slot machines. That's right. Tillman Fertitta had a slot machine when we planned this four months ago. I have not checked to see if they're still there. But mm-hmm. if not, we'll figure something out. Um there's but, no way he got rid of his own slot no. machine. July 8th, 9 p.m. Uh, it's possible we might move the time back, but if that happens, we'll let you know. Just because Sean and I are at Summer League for three days, mm-hmm. and the Golden State Warriors are playing at 8.30, the day we signed. That's the only time they're yeah, playing yeah. in the three days. <laughs> also, also <laughs> uh, not like not like all that... Co- the, the Golden Nugget is not all that close to the location of the no. Summer League games. But um, we're saying nine for now. Uh, we're, we're, we'll update everybody. Um, I don't know how look, badly I need Lee to see Alan Smiliak. It's fine. <laughs> Are you gonna get? Do you think he'll be excited or kind of bummed out for Eric Pascal? Oh, he's going to be f- He's going to be pretty good in a summer league game, I think. Because he's, I think he's good. He's going to look awesome. He's guys around. It's going to be tight. Look, man, summer league championships. Those those banners fly forever. Hey, look, the Golden State Warriors started winning with a summer league championship. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. went out and said, "We're changing the culture of this team." Yeah, and we're going to care about summer league, and it's going to trickle down. And that is weirdly what happened. It is what happened. Well, look, <laughs> the Raptors rode the success of a of a G League championship <laughs> to a title. Look, dude, these things count. Um, this time it counts. Man, I was just thinking the Suns are going to have a really good summer league team because uh, they have so many disappointing young players. So they could they could have like a third year summer league player. And those guys. Well, I mean, there's no way Josh Jackson's going to summer league, though. No, that is true. He (laughs) showing up for a team obligation. (laughs) Of any kind is very touch and go. He is too busy at the Rolling Loud. He's Rolling Loud somewhere else. Somewhere else. Also, I mean, it might be be in Vegas, but not at the Summer League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking like maybe he's not allowed to go to Vegas anymore. I don't. I don't know. (laughs) Um, other pieces of business. Uh, Uh, if you like the show, yeah. Um, and you have some change in your pocket you want to throw yeah. into our cup, you can do that at patreon.com slash roundrockpod. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of cool stuff you can do there, including a Discord that is chop- uh, always popping off. It even, uh, it's even popping up today. Nothing was happening. It's always popping off. It's always popping off. Um, it's inter- there's some international Patreons, too, so... 
uh, it goes 24-7. Yeah, it sure does. Um, in fact, uh, someone made a Tillman Fertitta t-shirt today in the Discord <laughs> chat, which, uh, who knows? Maybe we'll see that again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, there's lots of great tiers. Uh, buttons are still coming. The designs, I've seen them. They're, there's, uh, they're a work in progress. Um mm. The artist we hired to do them is in demand, but she is, and we've asked her to draw some weird things, so. Yeah. Um, they're going to be great, though. They're really a, really a go-to artist for strange things. Yeah. Um, but if you don't have any uh, money, that's okay. Sean and I also don't have any money ever, so you can still help us out by tweeting about the show, telling mm-hmm. your friends about the show, mm-hmm. giving us a five-star review on iTunes, mm-hmm. uh, subscribing to the show, downloading to the show, uh-huh. uh, harassing the editor of Vulture's podcast, uh, whatever that thing is, uh, yeah. the AV Club, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, help us out. Also, um, it's slowing down here. We're going to need some mailbag questions. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, a lot is going to happen on Sunday, mm-hmm. and then Nothing. after the 4th yeah. of July, it is, it's going to slow down quite a bit. We're going to have to, we're going to be asked to care about the future of some uninteresting restricted free agents. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shams can't leave the room until every free agent is signed. Get us that so, cam, baby. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and you can give us that. If we want your weirdest questions, your goofiest questions, anything you think you want to hear from us, we'll answer them. You can do that at Round Rock Pod on Twitter, at roundrockpod at gmail.com, or you can always leave us a voicemail on our mm-hmm. Google Voice line. Um, and I, I want to apologize to Corbin A. Smith, uh, co-host of the Take It or Break It podcast uh, with permanent host John Wilms. And uh, I, I accidentally cut him off while he was leaving a Google voicemail by accidentally picking up mid-message. So, sorry, Big Corbs. Mm-hmm. Please call back. Uh, yeah, and you can call us at that number at 323-682-0342, which is a number that spells nothing. No, not really anything at all. Um, Sean, how was your day? Uh, it was good. I almost went to see Men in Black International and then didn't. Why not? Uh, I had like some errands and it was just uh, mm. decided to run errands instead. I visited the uh, park. It was going to visit the Americana. I actually visited the Glendale Galleria extensively instead. Real upset. That's where uh, John Connor gets attacked. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, actually, weirdly, I was there hacking an ATM um, to give me and my friend Budnick a bunch of cash. Uh, I did. Um, you know what I watched today, Sean? You're gonna be pretty into it. What's that? I watched the Bradley Cooper movie Limitless. Oh, I watched that <laughs> with the week, Joey. I watched it. Uh, <laughs> Some some night last week, like probably about a week ago. Yeah, uh, that's a weird movie. It's not a movie. It is not what I remembered <laughs> it at all. Because when I saw it, I was like, oh, perfect TNT 
afternoon film. This is a great story. It's a lot darker than I remembered, and the crime doesn't make any sense in that film. Right. Like, it never saw... (laughs) He literally, I think, gets away with murdering a woman. He definitely murders a woman, and they don't (laughs) go back to it and, like, talk about it or explain why it happened. I mean, they don't explain anything in that movie. No, but there's a point when he's a murder suspect. Mm -hmm. It very much looks like he did it, and we're never given information that he was, like, set up for the murder. Right. Uh, (laughs) Also... And also, like, your hero is, like, a weird... Uh, like like hedge fund guy. Mm-hmm. Well, but that's the thing about Limitless. Look, we're talking about Limitless a lot. If you haven't seen Limitless, uh-huh. uh huh. Don't. It's about Bradley Cooper takes a pill that makes him. <laughs> he gets addicted to a drug that makes him use a hundred percent of his brain. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like Adderall, but that makes your brain melt. Um, uh, he he blacks out on an. Adderall overdose and possibly murders a woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and they never explain who murdered the woman or the murder. A lot of stuff happens off screen in Limitless. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also a lot of um, business rivalry that doesn't make any sense well, between Robert De Niro and Bradley Cooper, where they both just kind of have arguments where they're like, money this, money that. <laughs> it's also a really funny thing where he starts off as a writer. Uh, at the beginning of the movie, yeah, he's yeah. a he fiction writer. Fi- he wants to finish his novel. <laughs> yeah, he's a fiction writer. And then ten minutes into the movie, he's like, "Nah, I'm a day trader now." Right. Even though he was like really happy with the success of his book, <laughs> and then like weirdly gets back together with his ex girlfriend, and uh, then he becomes a senator. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it comes to Senator because of his magic Adderall, this murderer, stock trader. <laughs> I also I looked it up, Sean. There's uh-huh. a did you know there was a limitless TV show, right? Oh, I do I did know that. I've never seen it, but I knew that. Did you know Bradley Cooper is in four episodes as That's Senator a- Randy Mora or whatever? Oh my his god. Name is? So the, so it's like canon. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, it's absolutely canon. But there he's like <laughs> Limitless's son or something. Or? No, Limitless it's another Limitless guy. Well, <laughs> you know what it is, right? Do you know the plot of that show? No, I, it, he solves crimes, right? <laughs> yeah, well, of course he it's does. It's on CBS, so I just assume. Uh, let, me <laughs> let me just read you. Uh, all this, this is just the logline. Are you ready? An uh-huh. average 28-year-old man who gains the ability to use the full extent of his brain's capabilities is hired by the FBI as a consultant. Hell yeah. Now, here's a question. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why? <laughs> okay, so the FBI, right? Uh-huh. Why would they be like, we should just, hi- Why we need to hire this normal man who's on the limitless pills <laughs> and not be like, let's get the smartest person in the FBI and have uh-huh. him take the limitless pill. <laughs> right, right. Under supervision. <laughs> It's not, it's like, no, bring in a rube. (laughs) 
It looks like it's very possible <laughs> Bradley Cooper's character was assassinated on Limitless. The oh my god. TV well, show. he probably he probably should be. It's actually I would say that the way that movie ends makes you think that that's like a necessary thing for society, I would yeah. say. <laughs> I mean, uh, they got to find out who's ever making that drug. Yeah, I feel like that's a goal that should be a, a high priority. All right, Sean, which basketball player would be the best on the limitless pill. Oh, oh, that they're kind of like sluggish, but need like it. he needs. They need their entire brain unlocked. Uh, Andrew Wiggins. I'm gonna say. <laughs> the only thing is that I I wonder if just his brain is bad, mm-hmm. and if he was using like 100 percent of his brain, that would actually make him worse. Like he's getting by on like involuntary muscle activity now. Mm-hmm. But if 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 he was like if his brain was fully in control, now, he'd just be like up day trading. He wouldn't even play basketball. If Kyrie Irving took the limitless pill, mm-hmm. would he just be Doctor Manhattan? I mean, I think he like might would he be... leave the Earth <laughs> to go live on Mars? <laughs> I mean, he, he wants to do that. He definitely <laughs> wants to do that now. I think he's the most likely to already be on the limitless pill, Joey. Fair point. I mean, here's here's uh, I mean, look, does Kyrie seem like he might be on some kind of advanced uh, stimulant, perhaps? Do you want to say which which drug you think Kyrie Irving is on? No, I don't really know. (laughs) I'm just saying it does seem like if anyone was maybe on some kind of amphetamine or stimulant or similar drug, uh the way Kyrie speaks in public and at press conferences, there are certain drugs that um, make you want to talk about your great ideas. Mm -hmm. Let's just say. (laughs) And it wouldn't shock me entirely if that was maybe a part of Kyrie Irving's life. Um, Speaking of uh, being really, really high. Uh uh, Did you see John Wall at the Players Awards? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, i did but i bet he's really high <laughs> uh, i mean he presents uh and it is really something was he limping no i mean he's probably just yeah okay uh i mean you know he tours achilles a long time ago like yeah i guess, I guess it's been i guess that happened like Six months ago. Yeah, I mean, you know, it takes a long time to get back to being able to play basketball. Like, one of the hardest things you can do on your body. But, you know, I bet you can walk without crutches after, like, almost six weeks after the surgery, probably. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Uh, Anyway, uh, maybe I'll play that right here. Hopefully I can find it. If I can't, sorry, listeners, but I'm going to try and play John Wall at the Players Awards. As a player who has made a major impact on lives of others with this community assist presented by Kaiser Permite. This year's winner is my brother, my friend, and my teammate. I can tell you his commitment to the youth of our city has already already changed their future. Oh, he he is dressed crazy. <laughs> well, no, but the when he presents, he I sounds did, I, asleep. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, are you listening to it right now? <laughs> it's like really... <laughs> 
<laughs> he seems like he's on lewds. <laughs> wearing sunglasses inside on television? Reading a teleprompter while wearing sunglasses, yeah. Um, yeah, he's high as hell. I mean, <laughs> I think he is. You know, I'm not gonna... He's, we- he's wearing sunglasses. That's what that means. No, you don't wear sunglasses indoors on television unless you're in, like, the World Series of Poker. <laughs> <laughs> the only time. Or you're really high. Okay, if John Wall were a oh, classic... legally blind. Right, <laughs> John, here's a question. If John Wall were a classic World Series of Poker player, who would uh-huh. he be? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of, like, the legends. Um, I don't really think he is very much of a Chris Moneymaker, no. I wouldn't say. Um, man. I mean, he's, he's not he, a Phil Hellmuth. <laughs> he's definitely not a Phil Hellmuth. He almost feels like a Doyle Brunson in a younger man's body. <laughs> See, I think he's Johnny Tran. Ah, uh, that, yep. Okay, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Johnny, Johnny Chan? Johnny Chan, sorry. Yeah, Johnny yeah, Chan. Yeah, yeah. Who was the guy with the Sam Farha? He also has a Sam Farha thing a little bit too. Let me look at Sam Farha just uh, to remind me. Farha Johnny had a it's fucking <laughs> that is that's a good pick. Uh Sam Farha very famously would hold an unlit cigarette in his mouth constantly <laughs> <laughs> while playing. Oh, oh no, Sam Sam Farha, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think John Wall is Sam Farha. All right, that this has been the most yeah, random yeah. open <laughs> of all time. Yeah. Uh, if anyone wants to talk to us about Limitless, you <laughs> hit us up at Round Rock Pod. It's uh, weirdly, we, we've both seen it within the week, so... I mean, I saw it for a podcast. I riffed over oh. it for the the uh, the Fraughtcast Patreon tonight. Oh, nice. Um, with is Allison it on... Stevenson and Matt Lee. Oh, nice. Uh, is it on Netflix? It is on Netflix. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, I'll just throw this in up top. I will be uh, co-headlining the Punchline in San Francisco eight days after the meetup on July 16th. So oh, check yeah, it out. Dude. Good show. Buck uh, um, Chris Lair, Anna Sergina, Alex Cole. Oh, that's a great show. All our friends. Mm-hmm. Come to the Punchline before it's turned into a... What's it going to be? Google's buying it. Um, like like an electric scooter rental stand. Ooh, that's good. That's good. I was thinking they might just turn it into like a ball pit for grownups, mm-hmm. and then it'll definitely like weird sex things will happen with like insult Google employees. Mm-hmm. Worse than sex will happen there. Uh, yeah, Live Nation. You should have saved that. You dumbed shits. <laughs> um, you are a giant corporation. Also, Live Nation. I worked for you. Uh, eight weeks ago, and you still haven't paid me. Pay me, Live Nation. <laughs> yeah, come on, guys. All right. Um, let's go to the news. It's Tillman time. That's right. Texas Tillman, Trump supporter, steakhouse man, and billionaire buyer. Houston Rockets motherfucker. Tillman time. How does Tillman describe himself? A motherfucker. 
film and time. All right, Sean. Uh, our top story isn't news. It's actually a Tillman time. So you just heard the Tillman time drop. <laughs> but, Sean, do you want to walk us through what Houston Rockets owner Tillman Fertitta is up to this week? Uh, well, Tillman specifically or the Rockets uh, Let's start franchise? with Tillman specifically. <laughs> okay, so, well, we're recording this. Technically, it's not his birthday anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, did we, when we began this recording, anyway, anyway, happy birthday, Tillman! You cheap, mur- possibly murderous by your own admission, some <laughs> bitch. Uh, He's a motherfucker. Happy yes. birthday, motherfucker! <laughs> but uh, what happened uh, on Monday is that they announced that. Tillman Fertitta's eight-month pursuit of Caesars Entertainment ended mm-hmm. uh, because El Dorado Resorts was bought, bought Caesars uh, in for seventeen point three billion dollars. Uh, wow, Tillman doesn't have that kind of money, does he? He did, didn't even have enough money to buy the Rockets, which <laughs> did not cost seventeen billion dollars. How would he have done that? I'm sure, dude, remember he, oh, look, we found out, remember he started that company just to make money to buy something? Uh Uh-huh. Remember he had that Shell Corporation? (laughs) That was like the second Tillman time. He started like a fake corporation that got like a few billion dollars. Oh, yeah, just 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 speculatively. (laughs) Uh So that That must have been for this. Right, he wanted to merge with the Golden Nugget, uh, but unfortunately, he uh, ran up against one of an even more evil billionaire. Oh, which one? Uh, Carl Icahn. Oh, uh, the guy who tried to shut down Marvel Comics. Yes, that's correct. He did just <laughs> shut down Marvel Comics for no reason except just out of pure greed. Yeah, he's a uh, he's the king of um, like buying stuff and closing it for no reason yeah yeah yeah. also there was a there was a large new yorker article last year about his very naked attempts to simply bribe the trump administration for like favorable rulings and shit i don't know oh sorry carl icon is different from the um corrupt marvel executives who are like running the veterans the they're running the VA. Right, that's a different guy. But that's Carl Icahn, <laughs> they those guys saved Marvel Comics from Carl Icahn. Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? We live in a probably a better world if Marvel Comics closes in 1997. <laughs> People would have grown the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like there'd be. There would be all these people being like, oh, what if there were, what if there were like 20 different uh, films set in the Infinite Jest universe instead? Because <laughs> people were like, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't be reading comic books. I'm an adult. This is, this is beneath us. The John instead. Irving cinematic universe. <laughs> 
oh, did you go see the new Gart movie? Simon Birch is in it. <laughs> oh, it's the greatest crossover we've ever seen. <laughs> oh, man, the Cider House Rules guy is, t- is teaming up with the Hotel New Hampshire people. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they're going to wrestle. <laughs> and then do abortions. All right. Uh- <laughs> Um, God, it would be so much better if people were into that weird, crazy Eschaton game from Infinite Jest instead of Quidditch. <laughs> All right, we got to get off of this. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Tillman time. Uh, um, so Tillman Tillman struck out because he didn't have any money. Very similar to what's been happening in his uh, time as Rockets owner. Um, hey, though, the Rockets were in the news today. Yes. Um, <laughs> let's put that part here. Uh, what did the Rockets do, Sean? Was it so, something uh, like the lamest shit imaginable? Yes, it was, oh, Joey. Okay, all right. Also, clearly timed uh, and planned. Uh, so the M- the NBA Awards <laughs> were last night. We heard uh, starring John Wall and Shaq. <laughs> Doing doing comedy bits, uh, with of course, uh, Doctor Doctor Ken, the comedy team, uh, everyone wanted. It's weird they haven't done a commercial together. Um, the Rockets tweeted after they announced that uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo was the MVP. Mm-hmm. The official team account. This is not. This is not a blog account you know what i mean this isn't this isn't like no. championshearts.blogspot.com and it's also you know I mean? not uh this is a very daryl morey tweet i guess it's absolutely say. from daryl morey and i'll tell you it, it becomes very clear uh later because of what daryl morey tweeted okay here's the tweet congrats to the new mvp but we respectfully disagree at James Harden thir- at J Harden thirteen, and then they've got all these bullet points uh-huh. and like checkmark graphics. Finished top two in MVP voting four out of the last five seasons. Uh, I'm going to say okay. that's not an argument for MVP uh, in, in one season. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, anyway, keep going. <laughs> uh, first player in NBA history to average at least 35 points per game and seven assists in a single season. I mean that is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, scored 40 points 28 times this season, 50 points nine times, and 60 points twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's good. Mm-hmm. Surpassed his career high for three-pointers made. In, oh, sorry. Th- there were three tweets in a row. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a different tweet. Surpassed his career high for three-pointers made in his 53rd game of the season, finishing with 378, second highest total in NBA history. Uh, they had the rocket emoji. They did not go with the... Picture of the rock because right, Paul Pierce, Paul Pierce. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dating back to 2014-15, Harden is aver- averaging thirty point four points, eight point four assists, six point four rebounds, and one point eight steals. And then they signed it, Houston Rockets. <laughs> they signed their tweet, Houston Rockets. Yeah, which makes me think it's Daryl Morey. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, also, because Daryl Morey's daughter. Well, we'll get rock- to that. We'll okay, get to yeah. that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, um, this is 
Absolute is this bullshit. worse? Is this lamer than the ref audit? Because I kind of think it is. It's like it's like more. It's like shittier somehow. Like like the the ref audit is more. Like like that's more troubling from an organizational standpoint mm-hmm. that they like spent a whole year focusing on it and released it. You know, after their first game with the Warriors, like it. It, de- it was definitely some loser mentality stuff. Right. This just seems like very disrespectful to Giannis. It's insanely disrespectful to Giannis. And they released it like immediately. Immediately. Well, they timed it, which was like, they. Pr- it's like very prepared. But like, who are they lobbying? The vote, the votes closed two months ago. Right. Well, that is another, the whole separate they, conversation they the NBA needs to over- have. Well, that's true, but I'm just saying the the Rockets their season ended five weeks ago, yeah. and it's I just don't know who it's for. I guess Harden, but he didn't even go to the awards, right? <laughs> <laughs> Did I miss something? Like <laughs> it's just very weird. Like if I were if I were Harden, I would be fucking embarrassed about that. He does doesn't he doesn't, he doesn't know this happened. That's true. He he's. He's been, I mean, he's is he, been in a strip club there? since the game ended, since last game ended. I and thought we'll he might be there. Just... <laughs> and we'll be there the second training camp starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think, like, what percentage do you think James Harden has spent since that Warriors series left uh, at least partially covered in foam? Oh, very high amount. Like, uh, yeah. If you also count like champagne bubbles, right. I think it's higher. He but... also seems like a, bu- a bubble bath man. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so you keep that beard in condition. You can't, you can't just shower. <laughs> I bet James Harden is in a bubble bath a lot of the day, actually. I can say that. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, Sean, are they going to audit the MVP award? <laughs> it sounds like that's what they're about to do. <laughs> I bet I bet someone has. I don't know if they're going to release it. They've already deleted these tweets because, again, uh, they were instantly criticized and humiliated, mm-hmm. uh, which is like par for the course for the Houston Rockets on the Internet. Uh, this was just really. It was it's gross. Such, such sour grapes and also like not even not even like a particularly great MVP argument. No, uh, most of them have to do with not this season. <laughs> <laughs> right. And two also... of the bullet points, or I guess, yeah, two of the bullet points have to do with this season. And the other three have to do with, like, his career. Yeah. And obviously they were they were shamed into deleting them. So, like, like put a little more foresight into that. How about... I mean, it's one thing to be like, if they'd worded the top part differently, you know, if they were like, we respectfully disagree or like mentioned the winner's name. Right. Where, it, yeah, it, but it would be one thing if they were like, hey, congratulations to Giannis Adetokounmpo on being crowned new MVP. But the Rockets will always have oh, the Rockets personal MVP will always be James Harden. And then these shitty facts, you know what I mean? Like mm. it's just bad, bad copywriting. All right. I Sean. Mean, just, yeah. 
Also at the show, a uh, friend of ours, not necessarily friend of the podcast or aware of that, Hassan Minaj. He uh, should host this next year. I mean, they shouldn't have it next year, but he should host it. Yeah, he did uh, a very Norm MacDonald-esque thing where uh, killing at home, mm-hmm. not necessarily killing in the room because he was making fun of a bunch of guys who were there. But uh, he did say, I was looking for James Harden, but in classic playoff fashion, he didn't show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, you know who yeah. wrote with us on? Uh, who, who's that? CJ Toledano, friend of the uh, recent, recent round ball guest. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, um, Clay Thompson held a door open for uh, our friend Marcella. Great. The awards as well. Um, was he limping? Uh, she said he used his cane to open the door for her. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Sean, should we talk about Daryl Morey's daughter making a documentary? Yeah, I, I didn't watch the documentary. Me but, either. <laughs> uh, it's called From Sixth Man to MVP. Um, Daryl Morey's daughter, who is... Young. Nice. How old is she? I, I don't know. I saw them. I saw her eating dinner with Daryl one time. That's right. And she seemed very young, like maybe high school, maybe early college. Yeah, it's um. Her name is Karen. Sorry, I don't want to just call her Daryl Morey's daughter. Right. Uh, Karen Morey. She is a freshman film student at NYU. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, it shows Harden's rise from being drafted in 2009, winning six man of the MVP, and then eventually winning MVP. Uh, you know, that's fine. Good job. But from six man <laughs> to MVP is like, that implies that that was the climb. Mm-hmm. James Harden won the six man of the year award. Um after then went to the NBA finals and then played on the U.S. Olympic team. But That's also so- should have been a starter. The only reason he <laughs> wasn't a starter is because that team was fucking weird. It was full of weirdos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was also his third year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, anyway, um, not that far a journey. Um, but hey, good for Daryl's daughter. You know what? Good job, Karen. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Like, I was I'm a first-year just... film student once. My stuff was terrible. And you know what? I Look, her dad uh, retweeted the link, promoted it to his nearly 200,000 followers. Probably should have a few more, I think. Uh, meanwhile, my dad, I think, doesn't understand that I have a podcast, even though... When he was driving back from Los Angeles to the Bay Area last week, he uh, made my mom listen to Bill Simmons and Ryan Russillo. And that podcast was over two hours long. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Uh, he probably would not truly understand this show or he'd get like way too into it. Love it, dude. Your family supports you. Calm down. They're very supportive. (laughs) It's just funny that he listens to the BS report and I think doesn't totally know that I have a podcast or Mm. where to find it. I don't know. Anyway. Good for my dad. Uh, Let's talk about the rumor the Rockets are in currently. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. They want to put together a sign and trade for Jimmy Butler, Sean. Yes, they do. Um, Sean. Question yeah. for you. If you were running a team 
and um, maybe a report came out that uh, part of the reason your team fell apart was uh, two of the stars are a little too volatile for your pushover coach to handle. Mm-hmm. Would you want to add Jimmy Butler to that mix? Oh, my God. I mean, look, I'm hoping for Jimmy Butler to be in the most volatile situation. Of course. Possible, yes, 100 uh, percent. We him want on him the Lakers, on the Rockets. Him on the Rockets is probably the best possible situation. I mm-hmm. think him on the Lakers is fun. But LeBron is like LeBron is too alpha. It's yeah, that's the thing. It's like there's not. There's not a question, whereas I think Jimmy Butler kind of believes he's better than James Harden. And he definitely believes he's better than Chris Paul. He, that a thousand I mean, he is better than Chris Paul. I mean, he is better than Chris Paul. I mean, now. I mean, and Chris, Chris Paul's, Paul's always been a little overrated, Joey. Yeah, but I think <laughs> peak Chris Paul was better than Jimmy Butler's peak, but he's definitely better now. Well, I mean, Jimmy Butler also came heartbreakingly close to the conference finals this year, so I can see there some similarities. I mean, my real dream would have been that Jimmy Butler couldn't get a max anywhere else from the Knicks than the Knicks, right? And we had like four years of Jimmy Butler. Um. And the Knicks just refusing to trade him. and But, uh, I mean, that could still happen. It's still good. I'm crossing my fingers. But uh, I th- I really think... Har- uh, okay, so here's a question. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy Butler, we saw it in Philadelphia this year when he came. He uh-huh. came in hot thinking Ben Simmons was the alpha dog. Yes. And really talked up Ben Simmons. And then slowly as the season went on, he became Embiid's guy. Yep. (laughs) Um, So here's a question. Does he go with Paul or does he go with James? Well, I think he might believe that. Okay. Chris Paul is older, which Jimmy Butler is going to love. Right. He loves he. Jimmy, a, a secret thing about Jimmy Butler, actually, uh-huh. is Jimmy Butler really badly wants to be in the Banana Boat crew. People don't mm-hmm. talk about that very much. Well, yeah, because he's, he, I mean, he's behind those guys, but, but like, that's, that's the kind of situation he wants to be in. Yeah, well, no, no, he wants to be specifically in that crew. He, like... Oh, he wants to break into that yes, crew? Yes, because if you oh. remember Wade, when Wade was in Chicago, they started going to, like, Italy together, and, like, he became, like, oh, mini Wade, remember? <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. That's partly what the My Vets poem was about, was Jimmy Butler was acting like Dwayne... He was, like, single white femaling Dwayne Wade. And Rajon Rondo was like, no, no, Jimmy. Yeah. You're, you're not my vets. Um, so that is a point in Chris Paul's favor. Mm-hmm. Also, I think that Jimmy Butler knows how hard it's going to be to trade Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. And like is almost imagining a scenario where they could. They trade Jimmy and James it, Harden. They, they, yeah, they force Harden out instead. <laughs> Like Jimmy Butler embraced country music. You don't think he'd 
get deep into the Sondheim catalog mm-hmm. to try to, to work his way into Maury's good graces. Um, so I guess a sign and trade like that would involve, uh, would Butler have to like opt into his, does he have a player option next year? I don't think so. Yeah, I think he's just a free agent. Um, but I guess they'd send like Clint Capella to the Sixers. Honestly, on the Sixers, I mean, this is not going to happen. We need. We should have said that right off the. Oh bat. yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this is this, definitely not going to happen. This, comes this from is Darryl classic Daryl Morey fucking. Uh, well, he's been he's been star on, chasing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this happens a lot. But also, Daryl Morey was at the NBA Awards, and James Harden wasn't. And he was just continuing to do damage control on the story about how his stars hate each other. But to be fair, Jimmy Butler was in Houston meeting with guys last week, if you remember right. Well, he's he's from yeah. very close to He's from 35 miles yeah. outside. Of Houston. So, uh, I mean, I do believe that Jimmy Butler has been talking to the Rockets about possibly yeah. signing there. But it's just not going to happen. I would be pretty surprised. Oh, by the way, PJ Tucker, congratulations for winning the uh, Sneaker King trophy mm-hmm. at the NBA Awards. We're, Definitely, We're going to get to the awards later. Hold on. You Sorry, gotta, just, we're just, still I'm in Tillman to, time, baby. I'm just, I'm just checking. The, I'm trying to go through this PJ Tucker interview and see if he gave any real information. Um, anyway, oh, he, if I were the Sixers, I'd, I'd actually want Eric Gordon back. I just don't think they're going to trade for Jimmy Butler. No. Um, I mean, I'm sure Daryl Morey would like to. I just God, don't think the Sixers an, would. And what an angry team, Joey. <laughs> Dude, it would be hilarious. Um, all right, should we get out of Tillman time and into the news now? Uh, yes. I would say also, um, who do you think leaked that information about that <laughs> Daryl Morey. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Because uh, if it were Tillman, we'd have him on video saying it. Yeah, he'd be screaming it at somebody. <laughs> There'd be a colorful metaphor about a homicide involved, too. Um, all right, let's go to the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, Sean, this news is a little old, but uh, Marvin Bagley and Damian Lillard had a rap battle. Yeah. Um, here's a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you listen to any of the four songs as p- that were part of the rap battle? Uh, Joey, I didn't. <laughs> I, I listened and... to 10 seconds of one, and I was like, nope, don't need to do this. I have a policy of... I don't know if this is crazy, but I don't want to listen to Damian Lillard rapping. I don't want to listen to Marvin Bagley rapping. Oh, I absolutely do. I mean, <laughs> Damian look, Lillard is better at rapping than Marvin Bagley. I mean, sure. But because they're not good. I'm sure a dolphin is better at math than a horse. You know <laughs> what I mean? I just do not believe that regular people are like getting in the car and being like, 
Hey, put on that Dame Lillard album. That's what I want to listen to when I'm driving. Uh, no, an NBA point guard. He he's very prolific. Oh, does he? Is he like Allen Iverson, where he says like uh, a bunch of homophobic slurs? No, he doesn't curse at all, and all his things are um, very positive. And he puts out an album pretty much every summer. So uh, you know, clearly, there's a lot of quality control that goes into that. Um, like, do we have to keep pretending that, like, wow, Dame Lillard, what a rapper. Sean, did you know that in last year's NBA 2K game, huh? there was a music studio you could go to and make beats? Oh. And Damian Lillard, uh, you sometimes would be there hanging out recording. <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> Dame Lillard also seems like a guy who... Um, Likes to make sure everybody knows when he's in the studio. Mm-hmm. The one thing I did see in that uh, rap beef was that Lillard was like, that was fun, but look, I got to get this album out. I'm going to be in the recording studio. <sighs> look, it's fine that he wants to do it, but I just, I don't want to have to pretend to care about that. Yes, or that, I agree. Or even, I just don't believe that anyone cares about it. Except for Damian Lillard, which he should. Hobbies which are cool. Great. Hey, good. look, yeah, I'm sure it's great. Just not like he doesn't want to hear about my fantasy team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he, he shouldn't listen to this podcast either. <laughs> I'm not like tagging him when I get a good tweet. You know what I mean? I'm like, uh, but before we get out of this, uh-huh. uh, I just want to remind you, Sean. Yes. Do you remember what Marvin Bagley's rap name is? I did not, but I had to look it up today. MB3, the numeral, uh-huh. and then 5, the word, spelled it's... out. <laughs> I just don't, like... <laughs> at least Dame Dalla is not also basketball-related, you know what I mean? Also, also it, like... It, you know, it's... It, Picking a weird handle, like there's not that much range between the, like the best and a totally average name, mm-hmm. but uh, that it's so confu- It's like intentionally confusing to have two numbers back to back, but one's a numeral and the other one's spelled out. I also wish, like Marvin Bagley, you're 19, like uh. Let's get a new rap name. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't have to keep the same one at all. But no, I mean no, that's not what I mean. Like like that M- MB35 sounds like an old man's rap name. You know what I mean? I want like give me a SoundCloud rap name. Like uh like yeah. a Ski Mask the Slump God or whatever. That, you know what I mean? Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> and you know what there's just a lot of places in Sacramento that kind of sound like mm-hmm. They could be that already. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But just like, you know, you could be Mr. Pickles downtown. <laughs> what if his name was just like MC Natomas? You know what I mean? That would be pretty good. That's still too old. It's all like, dude, these oh, yeah, young all, rapper it's... names are all like sentences long. <laughs> oh, so it would have to it would have to be like he'd be like, how about Arden Center? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Or like, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. uh, right. 
Yeah, season pass to the railroad museum. No that should more, be his name. No more rap. No more rap uh, battles. News and uh, NBA news. Like oh, unless somebody yeah. gets like super super uh like burnt, you yeah. know, and it's like funny and good. I don't want to hear about a rap battle. Yeah, yeah. Look, the bar has been set. You need to find someone's secret illegitimate child to really make a dent. And speaking of NBA players burning each other or whatever, uh, that Charmin spawn con from Blake Griffin was the worst. Oh, it's terrible. Um, it's like that just that made me think that Blake Griffin has given up on himself. <laughs> uh, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, uh, Blake Griffin and Demarcus Cousins had. Uh, tweet. We're tweeting at each other, um, with the hashtag "soft like Charmin." Charmin partner. Ugh. Um. So like, there. It's a fight that they're being paid to have by uh toilet paper. Yeah, and um, <laughs> and by the way, Blake Griffin's former social media stunt. The previous one was a. Uh, Barstool Sports collaboration. Uh, I mean, look, Boogie doesn't get off scot-free here either. No, but but he's not as rich. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Blake Griffin has plenty of endorsements and an absolute, a, a staggeringly large contract also, right now. I have this feeling... He doesn't have a lot of endorsements. I have this feeling Blake Griffin did it wrong, honestly, too. Looking at the two tweets. Because so uh-huh. Blake Griffin's is, period... At Paul Pierce 34, at Jalen Rose. Y'all are soft, but not nearly as soft as at Boogie Cousins. Hashtag soft like Charmin. Hashtag Charmin partner. And then Demarcus Cousins said, Yo, at Blake Griffin, you have no room to talk. Your skills need so much cleanup, it'll take more than at Charmin to wipe your soft act off the court. Hashtag soft like Charmin. Hashtag Charmin partner. And I'm pretty sure Blake was supposed to at Charmin in the tweet as well. I think that's probably right. Oh, and, <laughs> and well, Jalen Ro- apparently Jalen Rose and uh, Paul Pierce are also complicit. Well, that was lame and terrible, and I hated it. All right, uh, all of them. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that, that's another thing. Blake Griffin, you teamed up with Paul Funkin Pierce. Congratulations again. Yeah. Again, you saw what happened last time you teamed up with him. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go over the awards really quickly. Yeah. Um, Giannis was the MVP. Giannis was the MVP. Well-deserved. Uh, go Bear was the Defensive Player of the Year. Kind of seemed like he was going to get that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he probably deserved He seemed like he deserved it uh, this you year. Know, can I just give you a complaint real quickly? Sure. I was just looking for there's all those like extra awards at the NBA awards. Mm-hmm. So I was just looking for NBA awards 2019 winners and the ringer did a winners and losers column about an award show that already has winners and losers. Like <laughs> that's the whole fucking thing. It's win- it's winners. And some of their winners are like oh it's so frustrating. All right. Um, Here's the thing about these awards. Uh, Sure, Gobert won it. 
Um, I uh-huh. don't remember if he was the defensive player of the year. Because this shit happened so long ago, I don't even remember what my takes were. Yeah, I don't really know. Um, <laughs> like, like I remember two or three months ago when they were voting on this, I'm like, yeah, I was pretty sure Rudy Gobert was going to win. Didn't people say they were voting for him? And then the Jazz stopped playing basketball at the end of April. Mm-hmm. So it's like I have this weird, vague memory, and then I saw... And I'm not even picking on Gobert. I'm sure that's the right choice. I just don't even remember. Looked great. I'm perfectly happy for him. Don't really like him, but I don't have... Like, he, you know, good job getting that award. I'm sure his... I'm sure he was happy about it. Um, But I don't... I have no... the, The Rookie of the Year seemed even more like it just happened forever ago Mm -hmm. because luca won it luca won it congratulations to luca but the second place was trey young third place is deandre ayton like those guys didn't play a meaningful game in in four months ago five months ago (laughs) like like it's uh it's very weird um man uh most improved player pascal Uh, siakam Mm-hmm. We did Congrats. see him play. He deserved it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- th- that was the guy where everyone was like, oh, hell yeah! <laughs> I did have an opinion on that one. Way more improved than De'Aaron Fox. <laughs> I haven't seen play in nine months. Um. All right, and then we had a trade mm-hmm. as well. Uh, also, also, just um, the most improved player award is just like future all-star in his second or third season. That's what that award is. So congratulations. I mean, yes, I do think at least with Pascal, um, it's a different thing because at least he wasn't like expected to be this good. You right, know what right. I mean? Where normally it, it'll be like, uh, like Trey Young might win this next year. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like <laughs> second place was De'Aaron Fox, where it's like. Oh, the number five pick in the draft improved in his second season. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because you look at the awards over the years, and it's like Paul George, Tracy McGrady, Kevin Love, like a bunch of guys where you're like, yeah, well, he was a lottery pick, um, right? <laughs> but like at Pass least with Siakam, these... it's like a yeah. thing where it's like, oh, you weren't supposed to be this good. Here's yeah, an yeah. award. <laughs> yeah, like like oh, you were. You're 25 in your third season. This that's kind of cool. So I was happy about that. Yeah. Um, um, how mad is D'Angelo Russell though? He didn't get this award. I mean, he again <laughs> has no leg to stand on. Really, I mean, I guess he improved. Yeah, I mean, he fucking <laughs> sucked. <laughs> the second pick of the draft, like he went from being a bust to not a bust. <laughs> yeah. They should do a not a bust award. Also, it's kind of it. I feel like it's difficult to give a most improved player award. I mean, maybe maybe that's the key. But like when a guy made an all star team, I'm kind of like that mattered a little more. Right. Like Giannis kept getting most improved player votes for years. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. uh, We had a trade. It's kind of a funny one. Uh, uh-huh. It's a trade that doesn't happen anymore, which is two guys just being traded straight up for each other. 
no weird pick protections, no uh no yeah. cash changing hands. Mm-hmm. Uh Ken Bazemore was traded for Evan Turner. Yeah, I mean they they basically have the exact same contract, I think. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're both summer, expiring. <laughs> summer summer twenty sixteen was wild, guys. <laughs> Could history repeat itself? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's gonna be bad. There are gonna be some <laughs> bad contracts, man. And one of them is going to Willie Collie Stein. Congratulations, Willie Collie Stein. <laughs> you think you so? will be on the sh- that he's gonna get too much money? I don't think he is. He was real bad. Um, and his agent is just begging the Kings to. <laughs> let go of his qualifying offer yeah, i don't yeah. know if you saw that in the press oh it's, oh it's really funny <laughs> and that the kings are just like we're we have, we have a lot of time to make up our mind <laughs> like but you're definitely getting the qualifying offer i mean maybe they shouldn't give him the qualifying offer the only thing is that they have like 60 million dollars in cap space so uh uh but anyway back to this trade it's a really funny trade yeah because Bazemore and Turner are like the same guy. They have the same contract. They're mm. both delightful people that yeah, everyone really... loves, mm-hmm. uh, except one of them is good at the things that the other one is terrible at. Like, you know what I mean? Where it's like, Bazemore, well, like what's Bazemore he good at? Can... Uh, he can shoot threes, and he's good at mm-hmm. defense, uh-huh. uh, but he can't dribble or pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and what's Evan Turner good at? Uh, dribbling and passing, uh, yeah. but he can't shoot threes or play defense at all. Mm-hmm. And they're both like, and yeah, it's like you, look at their, you look at their contracts, and you're like, that is definitely too much money for that guy. But would I like to have him on my team? Like, sure. Absolutely. He's really going to help the Blazers, I think, actually. Um, yeah, I wonder I wonder if this was also a thing where they had some more, like, kind of complicated things that they were going to do where it was like, well, maybe we can use Bazemore's contract and take somebody back. And then once they realized they weren't doing that, it was almost like, we like this guy. He's sick of... You know, like he's 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 sick of being on these losing teams. Well, we'll take Evan Turner back. I kind of i I get it. No, but I kind of get why Atlanta would want Evan Turner actually. Um, because they don't have a lot of guys that can dribble. Um, and you kind of it's like the Steph Curry thing where you kind of don't want to tire Trey Young out by making him bring the ball up every single time. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, because the guy they got in the draft, is DeAndre Hunter, also not really a ball handler. And but, uh, I don't think Herder can really dribble that well either. Um. I mean, it, it, I it, it's kind of yeah. I feel like the Blazers got the better end of it, but it's also maybe because they have a more immediate need, um, an immediate and defined need. Whereas I'm sure it's great having Evan Turner on a team with a bunch of young guys. I bet he and Vince Carter will get along well. Especially, he's probably going to have to host that podcast now, right? Did that yeah. is that also? It's part, what of, the, part here? of the contract. Yeah, yeah. They they traded his podcast rights as well in the transaction. <laughs> so, 
So, uh, Evan Turner, Evan Turner congrats on being the new host of Winging It. Man, I don't, I don't think he wants that job, on Joey. That's the, the Ringer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, who else? I guess it's got to be Turner. I was trying to think who else could take over. I don't think Alan Crabb would be a good podcaster. I don't think so either. Um. Oh, it uh, throw that Plumley brother in there. Oh yeah, yeah, the Burning he's Man sto- Plumley. He he's fun. Story. Yeah, yeah. He's the yeah. Burning Man Plumley. We like him. He's the he unicyclist. Could... What if he? Yeah. What if he was always podcasting from a unicycle? He's <laughs> <laughs> so tight. Um. All right. And there's one more piece of news we have, or two. Uh, that cop. You know. Uh. That. You there? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Oh, about it that. sounded like you fell down. Did a no, cop I, push you? I, I, I had to open a door and grab a cord. But uh, that cop is not bothering me. <laughs> so, you know that cop that says Masai Ujiri punched him? Yeah, that, that liar. Uh, yeah, he's a fucking liar. Um, the Alameda County Sheriff's finally admitted that he, the cop shoved Masai Ujiri first. Mm-hmm. Um, so, fuck you. Uh, cops are bad. Anything else we want to say about this? Uh, well, he is faking a concussion and he is on medical leave, which means he is also stealing money from the taxpayers of Alameda County. From my parents. Mm -hmm. Literally. Um, cool. Uh, the Knicks suck. Um, they barred the daily news and got fined $50,000. Uh, but you know what? Mm -hmm. Uh, I gotta say. Uh, Daily News, you really didn't need to be at the R.J. Barrett uh, press conference anyway. Yeah. Those rookie introduction press conferences are always terrible. Uh, But also, James Dolan, uh, don't ban press people. Who who else is going to talk about your fucking band, you fucking jerk? It's true. And, you know, I got to say, I feel like it's a tribute to Frank Isola. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even at the Daily News, but uh, I feel like he still, even though he left the Daily News almost a year ago, I feel like he's still responsible for this ban, mm-hmm. and that is that is just great New York City journalist journalism. All right, Sean. Uh, we do this every year, um, but we have a uh, we have an analytics podcast within a podcast. We don't understand the CBA at all. You no. and me. But luckily, we do have two guys who do. Uh, here with the heralded, everyone always wants this. Uh, this is everyone's favorite episode of the podcast within a podcast of the year. Here mm-hmm. is the mock off season with Brett Samson and Randy Ledoux. Slammed up with Brett Slamson and Analytics, Randy Ledoux. Friendship, efficiency, and promo codes. These guys are fucking dorks. Welcome to the Slammed Up Podcast, the podcast within a podcast on Round Ball Rock, uh, an analytical look at the NBA the, using uh, spreadsheets rather than uh, silly arguments and comparisons. Uh, with me, as often, is my temporary co-host, uh, Randy Ledoux. Hi, Brett. Um, Hi, uh, Why have I been moved to temporary? Uh, you know, it, it's just, uh, it's the off season. 
do I have a team option in my contract? Uh, I, obviously, it's the podcast option in this contract. Oh, are you going to pick it up? Well, your cap hold is 140% of your body size, so uh, it is convenient if uh, pretty small. Uh, you, want, you want to go shopping. It's pretty small. It's uh, It actually broke the spreadsheet when I tried to put it into the database. So Is uh, it guaranteed? Uh, your guaranteed date is uh, July 31st. Oh, okay. Wait, that's mm-hmm. soon. Well, Are you going to pick actually, it up or what? I'm going to wait. You know, I'm going to keep my powder dry, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. You know? I'm, I'm going to keep gonna my call... bread unleavened, well, as they I'm say. going to call my friend over at uh, 538, maybe. What? What? Uh, th- oh, those guys couldn't read a graph. Mm. It smacked him in the face. I don't know. He's got some pretty good stories about uh, how one time he was arrested and the cops let him eat a burrito. I guess do you have true. any good stories about burritos and white privilege? Uh, well, I do have one about how... Uh, uh, having to when uh once I was improperly pulled over and uh, the police officer thought that I had uh, weaved out of the lane when it was actually just uh my elbow sticks pretty far out of the driver's seat because of my unnaturally long limbs uh, frame that is impossible to buy clothes for. Uh, but when he saw that he'd arrested me and I was Caucasian, uh, he did hand me uh, a chimichanga he had been eating himself uh, as an apology. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, but Randy, before we get into uh, your own contract negotiations, it's my favorite podcast episode of the year. It's everybody's favorite. The mock-off season. The mock-off season, uh, which, of course, stands for making organizations cucks knowledgeably, where uh, you know we basically take this free agency pair, ride it hard, put it away wet, and uh, you know give... These NBA organizations, the horns that they have earned for being, uh, you know, soft-dicked, uh, impotent transaction artists who uh, wouldn't know the CBA from their own, uh, can I say butthole on Ramdahl Rock? Mm-hmm. You know, from their buttholes. Uh, so the setup of this is I will be the player agent for all the top free mm-hmm. agents. And I will du- be all 30 teams. All 30 teams. Uh, have you have you updated all the cap sheets? Always. Mm-hmm. That's why you should pick up my option. Mm-hmm. Or oh, else well. I'll call that guy oh, well, who I mean, that is has awesome. gotten one election right in his entire career. That's true. He also, uh, he also made baseball prospectus even nerdier, which is quite an accomplishment. That's uh, It's like someone who manages to light a campfire on the sun. But uh, let's get going. Uh, let's start with uh, my first client, the number one off-season, uh, free agent of the offseason. But before we do that, let's talk about one of our sponsors. We are sponsored this week by 23 and 10 and me. It's the DNA testing site from DeMarcus Cousins that helps you find your own cousins uh, named after DeMarcus's career Averages a little generous on the point total, but he's trying to make a pun about chromosomes. I, I say all the time that someone should make a joke about that. Uh, they 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 haven't yet, but uh, I'm glad that he came pretty close here. Uh, I love this site. I've used it to look for uh, potential organ donors, uh, blood boys who share similar genetic background and blood type, uh, perfect hair matches for emergency graphs. Uh, as I've talked about on the podcast, I began going bald at 
age eight and a half. Uh, it was very traumatic, but now I have a lot of uh, hair replacements. You it's also great. used it to find and kidnap my son, I who did. died. He did. That was weird. We we actually rarely talk about that on the podcast. Yeah, we never talk about that on the podcast. And we never will. My uh, dead son. Mm-hmm. That kind of died in a way that wasn't fully explained or uh, examined much at all. It was the Christmas episode. What are you going to do? If they're not really canon, I would I'd have to say. Uh, oh, the other thing that's great for is to screen for potential sexual partners at an orgy, hypothetically. Uh, the difference between don't this... I want to be related to those! Mm-hmm. That it's, <laughs> look, you don't want to be there. Uh, the difference between this one and a conventional one is it's uh, the test a lot beefier, much like DeMarcus Cousins himself. Honestly, I'll, I'll be honest about this. I actually prefer 5.6 and 4.6 and me which is uh, the DNA testing site from Kylo Quinn, who the Warriors obviously should have signed this offseason. They'd be NBA champions. Mm -hmm. Uh, That one is more efficient, and it's also how Kylo Quinn found out he wasn't Irish. So that's uh, pretty interesting. Uh, The other thing that's great about this, uh, it can genetically profile you to learn if your Achilles tendon is vulnerable to injury, particularly after only a uh, five-week rest period. And and honestly, uh, this technology was developed by one of Joe Lacob's uh, medical companies that oh. he invested in, venture capital firm. He actually, uh, they developed this technology, was going to be for the Warriors, but he uh, sold it off to pay for new butlers at the Chase Center. So a uh, little bit of a miscue there from uh, Joe Lacob, otherwise the greatest owner in the NBA, a guy with uh, the killer mentality and robot brain that... Uh, all NBA owners can have. You can get your first uh, sample specimen cups from 23 and 10 and me with promo code. Don't fuck your cousin. Uh, we talk about it all the time on the podcast. It's easy to remember. Do we though? Well, you know, maybe sometimes I confuse my podcast with my lucid dreams and or my depositions in various trials. Uh, but uh, easy to remember. Shouldn't do it. Probably haven't done it myself. I mean, maybe. Who knows? It's a new company. Uh, so thank you, twenty three and ten and me. All right, let's get let's get right into these uh, contract offers. First off, the uh, twenty nineteen Finals MVP, uh, small forward for the Toronto Raptors. Obviously, I've advocated for him to exclusively play at the center position. He's switchy enough. He's big enough. You always want to go small if you can. Repeatable uh, shooting motion. Hmm? Extremely repeatable, shockingly, like a Boston Dynamics drone. Mm-hmm. Repeatable. How do you feel about his body composition? Oh, it's it's incredible. I think uh, the lead alloy they use on the leg parts, in particular, is a great uh, opposition. It is it is just uh, harvested flesh on an adamantium and and uh, skeleton. That's correct. That's how he was I created. So, yeah. Uh, so Kawhi Leonard, uh, Randy, let, it, let's open the bidding. Uh, he, he, he likes Toronto as much as he can enjoy anything, not really capable of experiencing joy in a conventional human manner, but, uh, he's willing to go anywhere. Toronto Raptors here. Mm-hmm. Um, Hello, Raptors. We loved what you did this off season. Uh, mm-hmm. you won us a championship. Uh, you made Kyle Lowry not embarrassing. That's true. Uh, you dragged a bunch of old men. To mm. the championship. Honestly, like liter- a literal pack of corpses. And we would like to sign you to your full five-year max. Are five you- years. Um, 
thirty million dollars I a year approximately. Get the, get the numbers straight. I mean, I don't Randy. know. I can't remember the exact the my spreadsheet's frozen. Oh, your fridge. Are you are you using the modified Zoom that I that I that I let you use? No, it's too big for my thumbs. Are you, are you using the speak and spell again as a computer? I am. Oh well, I, it's understandable, but very frustrating. Well, here I have a I have a counter offer. Yes. Why don't you eat a bag of shit directly out of my ass? Why are you insulting Kawhi Leonard with that offer? It's the most we can give him. It's disgusting. It's a full five year max. It's a full five year ass fuck is what that is. Okay. Um. How Here's about what he wants. one plus one plus one plus one plus one minus one times one plus one. That's what we're looking for, and you're insulting him if you're not giving him an out. In fact, he'd like a contract that has an out at every month interval. Okay. Well, let me think about that. Um, I don't think that's legal under the CBA. Okay. Well, let's see if there's any other teams that have offers. Uh, Clippers here. Hey, Clippers. Um, I know you grew up a fan here in Los Angeles, uh, and you hate LeBron James, so you don't want to come. Um, and clearly you want to keep some options open. So, um, right. how about we give you a one plus one? Mm-hmm. Um, at your full at the full max, we could give you. Again, again, you're spitting in Kawhi Leonard's face. This is this is ridiculous. This is terrible. You know what, Randy? You're fired what? as GM of all thirty teams. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. But I was I was doing what the teams will do. You're you're now the assistant vice commissioner of the NBA. Mark Tatum. You can sort through these these trades four days later. And and approve the offers and not. Okay, so let's so get wait, going. Who's the GM? Am I the agent now? I'm the GM now too. I'm the GM and the agent. Oh, All right. Okay. Rockets here. Yes. Uh, I would like to offer five uh, percent equity in the franchise, full ownership of the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company and the Rainforest Cafes. Your full max uh, out after every two weeks and uh, mandatory genetic testing. That is an insulting offer. That's ridiculous. Why can't there be any decent offers? What is going on? Free agency is broken. You know what? Do you know how old Kawhi Leonard is going to be at the end of that deal, Randy? Uh, 28? Well, I three don't even know how the, long the deal three was. Three years into the grave. Oh, I mean, he is dead. He's basically, but robots dead. don't die. What are we even thinking? You know what? And when we decide what we're thinking, we have to, we have to get, I'm so mad. I could barely read this ad read. Uh, we are sponsored this week by Nikola Jusevich. Uh It's a blended, high-quality drinks. Uh, will make you a little less sluggish than your normal morning drinks. Uh, they expanded the range of the vitamins and produce involved recently. And it is, uh, honestly, it's pretty expensive. But, you know, it's good. Might be more than you want to spend on some juice. But it's still good. It's been good for a while. I personally would not buy it. I would not invest in Nikola Juicevich. It's it's near its expiration date. It's not as switchy as some juices. I hate this juice. Randy, Randy, it's like drinking death. It's like a rotting corpse in a bottle that's green for no reason. The stench just lingers. Uh, 
I do like the mango strawberry. However, I like to put six or seven scoops of protein powder, shake it up, and uh, drink it along with a male enhancement pill. So check out Nikola Jusevich. You you are a fool if you spend any money on this. Do not commit to Nikola Jusevich. But if you want, you can get a four-year maximum uh, subscription to the Nikola Jusevich line of juices with promo code mandatory waiting period until January 15th oh, for that five we talk about breaks. all the time it's very easy to remember uh, just type all that in all one word uh, just make sure you're capitalizing all the A's mm-hmm. mandatory waiting period until July 5th January 15th for five year sign in trades all right so let's get back to the negotiations anyone else gonna negotiate for Kawhi Leonard you know what nobody should Randy you're He's the GM. Old. I can't. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm insulting my client with that offer. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna derail my franchise by by anchoring it to a corpse. I'm gonna sink this book. You know what? I'm not gonna sign any of these free agents. No, th- none of these thirty teams are gonna go. Why? Because what wins championships, Randy Ledoux? Cap space. It, yes. So Roll you're gonna the, keep the powder dry? The entire league's gonna keep the powder all thirty dry. teams. Mm-hmm. We're just so gonna, many bites of you know, the apple. Tiny little things that are inside beef jerky packages that you're not supposed to eat or it'll kill you. Mm-hmm. I eat those sometimes. It's going to dry that powder out. Oh, they're going to get so many licks at the ice cream cone. It's going to be incredible. Oh, they're going to have so many dips of the nugget into so many different sauces. Brad, are you still the agent? I'm also the player now. I love wings. I'm Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. I don't know how to laugh. I don't understand what jokes are because they're things that are not true. And I don't understand those. Kawhi Leonard. But think about it. The Uh, whole league. Cap space. The league isn't going to sign you a Maccabi Tel Aviv here. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. Uh, we are also sponsored. Speaking of Maccabi Television, we are sponsored by the well, IDF. I the be, I was going to be the GM. Of, oh, the IDF. Keep going. Well, they're they're just always have been a great supporter of the podcast. Not an official sponsor, but always a sponsor in our hearts. Uh, they uh, they're they're very efficient with their with their shooting. Uh, we we love long range shooting, and uh, I have no moral compass, so I love the IDF. Congratulations, guys. Maccabi Tel Aviv here, Kawhi Leonard. Mm. Uh, do you want to come play with, for us for a couple of years? Yeah, it sounds like no one in the NBA is going to be signing contracts because, uh, honestly, uh, people want to just see jerseys. And uh, once Elon Musk develops in conjunction with Boston Dynamics his NBA robots, we will be watching automatons instead of these, uh, you know, these these vulnerable uh I, I I would say blood bags, tall blood bags. Is mm-hmm. that the best description of an NBA player? Definitely. So uh, he should flee to Europe before uh, the NBA is fully automated, uh, just like we have always dreamed of. Kawhi, before you sign with Maccabi Tel Aviv, Olympiacos here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd mm-hmm. like to sign you for a five-year max. What it, What is the five-year max for Olympiacos? If there isn't one. I can pay you in all the cigarettes we have. Mm, oh, I like that. Uh, are there any of them menthol? All of them. Wow. Okay. Well, we're going to have to accept that offer. Yes. Because uh, I got to say, uh, Randy, I got a letter of interest from the Security and Exchange Commission. I may need to be uh, podcasting from the uh, Cayman Islands for the next couple of months 
possibly years. Uh, and I would like to lay in a supply of cigarettes just in case I need to use them for uh, currency behind bars. All right. Um, so no players signed for the fourth year in a row in the mock off season. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, powder's bone dry now. So dry. Uh, the apple, so many bites. Mm, the apple is fully rotted away now, much like a abandoned burrito in a jail cell, uh, not purchased by a white man. Randy, do you have anything to plug? Um, I'm going on vacation. Oh, oh, where are you going? The backyard. Mm, oh, so wait a second. A long did, trip. You, yeah, that that seems somewhat dangerous. What if uh, what if there are bees? I mean, don't jinx it. Oh, okay. Well, do you could you possibly ride on the back of a bee to be flown around the backyard? I'm a Is little that a- bigger than that, but not much. Okay. I don't okay. think the bee could take off. Mm, I guess that's true. Uh, are you Maybe worried a about dragonfly? Uh, I could probably ride one of those. Okay. Okay. Well, that sounds exciting. Uh, use your should uh, use your tiny. Tiny head-based yeah. camera for it's that one. It's gonna take you... me about six hours to walk there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, gonna I'm gonna make a tent out of a chip bag I found. Oh well, that's uh, that's very inventive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a man of nature. Mm-hmm. As uh, long as you... those kids with those magnifying glasses aren't out there, I should be okay. Well, yeah, you were severely burned last summer. I was. Mm-hmm. But yet, it it you you just shed your skin like a snake. No, it just kind of grows back. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought I thought uh, maybe I'm immortal, mm-hmm, so I mm-hmm. feel pain. I'm like oh. Wolverine. Ah, well, that makes a that makes a great deal of sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you have a you have a lightning fast healing power. My sense but, of smell is also very good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also, but uh, your injuries will heal almost instantaneously, but the pain will linger for the length of a normal man's injury. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes, correct. You know, near constant pain all the mm-hmm. time. Always. Mm. Wow. All right. Well, I, should we get out of here? What do you have let's, to plug? Uh, you know, I, I'm going to be uh, podcasting from the Cayman Islands. Uh, I would like to encourage everyone to uh, invest in the Limitless Pill, uh, something that we're selling at uh, uh, Slamson Chem, uh, the wholly owned subsidiary of the Slammed Up Corporation. So check that out. Uh, tough side effects, but uh, it will help you. Finish your erotic novel, uh, the sequel to The Fountainhead, The Fountain Getting Head, which is uh, something that I managed to write. It's 670 pages. I wrote it in uh, 14 and a half hours. Very proud of it. Uh, only available as an ebook, but uh, we will be having the uh, audiobook out very soon. So uh, thanks for listening to Slammed Up. Thank you, Ramball Rock. And uh, Don't thank you. Thank them. You know what? Thank you, Randy Ledoux. Woo! Mm-hmm. You can expect a qualifying offer within the next four weeks. Yes. Well, that was weirder than normal. Once again, I don't I don't really understand the size of either of their bodies. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make any sense to me. Also, no one's going to sign as a free agent, apparently. Nope. Uh, well, the, Kawhi Leonard is. I guess he's going to Olympiacos <laughs> for like a plane full of cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounded like. <laughs> um, That's our show, too.
Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, There's a bunch of stuff in Yardbarger. I will have a free agency column. Well, that's in a week. Uh, I I made landing spots for the top 30 free agents on Yardbarger. Oh, where's KD are... going? I had him. Uh, I had him going to the Knicks. Mm, I don't think that's going to happen, Sean. I don't. Well, I, I I was trying to pick the ideal landing spot, mm. not predicting them. So, but for example. Brooke Lopez is playing for the Orlando Magic because of his house being near dinner. <laughs> uh, I have Harrison Ford going to Philadelphia because he is uh, his person. Well, his personal life is the antithesis of his two teammates, mm-hmm. like the history there. And uh, I think Jimmy Butler is going to leave. I actually think he would be a good fit there. <laughs> but I also was tempted to send so many players to sacramento that aren't going to sacramento wait you said harrison ford did you mean harrison, harrison barnes uh, harrison yeah barnes, i was very confused well harrison barnes uh <laughs> he would succeed harrison ford probably would not help the sixers <laughs> i mean he certainly wouldn't help if they had him flying the team plane that's for sure <laughs> i mean i do think he might have been more effective than greg monroe in the playoffs mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where yesterday I tweeted, is Mighty Joe Young the movie with Brad Pitt or is it Meet Joe Black? Always confusing the two. Boy, why would you confuse? <laughs> oh, did you write a song? Oh, I did. <laughs> uh, I teamed up. I teamed up with the boys from Blink. Um, trust the process trust the process and uh, shut it down come to the golden nugget July 8th at uh, 9pm for the to take Tillman Fertitta for all he's fucking worth baby have a pirate assistant coach June 20 is it was draft night I'm feeling pumped the Bulls took Kobe White then teams are trading back Jackson went off the board and then the Wizards took Rui and that's about the time James Jones was calling me. Phoenix still loves you when you're 23. My name's Ken Johnson and I'm pretty old. My prospect ceiling is my floor. I should be better at my age. That's my age again. What's my age again? And later on, the team traded up. Got Todd Jerome. A guy who really sucks, already 21, can take it to the hole. All he can do is shoot the three. And that's almost the same scouting report as me. We've almost peaked developmentally. I was born the week Fargo came out. Six months before Dead and Deep. Phoenix fans are filled with rage. Filled with rage again. Filled with rage again. Fun fact about this video, guys. The guys run naked through a Jim Rome set. He probably called him some homophobic names, and then Travis Barker punched him. Just like Jim Everett. In case that reference wasn't clear. It's Robert Sarver making picks behind the scenes. I only dominated facing teens. We'll have no defense at the front, front court, court spots. TJ Warren's in and he just Jackson's getting cut backstage. What's a taste again? And that's when I knew we'd be in the lottery. Cap in a decade full of misery. That's now 10 years of failing every time. It should be a felony. Put Robert Sarver in a cage. Disengage again. What's my age again? 
Seriously, Jim Rome does not like that they're naked. Trust me. What's my age again? 23. His birthday's in early March, 1996. 